0: Hey guys, this is and Rest and this is She Wolf Alchemy and today we're touching on questions that nobody asked us. You want to start off with your question?
1: Yes, I do. So we got actually a lot of good questions. Alright, so let's start off Mm -hmm. with a heavy hitter. Um, The question goes as follows. I'm a mental health professional and my mental health is shit. I give my patients guidance and medication to help them cope with their depression, and I can't seem to extend that same kindness to myself. I got ghosted over a year ago and still have not recovered from depression, anxiety, feelings of low self worth that come with that. So, where's this all, one? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. So, yeah. I'm in the yeah. mental health field. Um, I am doing more macro practice, but I am in the mental health field. And I just want to start with saying, first of all, my whole graduating class was on antidepressants.
0: Like Mm -hmm. when I went
1: to grad school, mental health track, everybody was on depressants. Like everybody was on antidepressants. Everybody was on mood stabilizers. Like there was a running joke, like the mental health field attracts people who have (laughs) a lot of mental health issues, which is why they get into the same field you know it usually is a lot of people yeah. who grew up wondering why why do I think like this why do the people react like this and having that curiosity based on their own experiences and you'll find that you'll have a lot of people you went to school with a lot of your colleagues like have some of the most fascinating stories that really led them to that field so I say all that to say you're not alone this is actually very very common mm-hmm um a lot of people and i'm sure know if to, he
0: talked to other colleagues that i'm sure if he talked to like other colleagues he would see like he isn't the only one going through all this oh
1: um, for sure for it's sure, just like yeah. yeah 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 i mean me and my colleagues one time like, oh, my, yeah. yeah me and my colleagues one time had like a whole powwow in one of our offices and we were all comparing meds like, what? You're you, a Like, mm, mm-hmm. yeah, it didn't work for me. I had it like, and it was a whole thing. Like, most of my colleagues are um, either social work, mental health track, clinical or psychology. Um, I don't think we have any LPCs in our office. But yeah, I'll, like it's a normal part. And I get it because this was something I struggle with as well or struggled with as well. Not so much the getting help part. Like, I've mm-hmm. always been okay with going to therapy, but there's certain things like while in therapy, my therapist will say, you know, okay, so why are you afraid to do this? And it's like, because I'm a, I'm a therapist, or because I'm a social worker, or because I'm a whatever I was doing at the time. And I was like, and I feel like people would judge me if they knew this. Um, so I get yeah. it. There is that kind I of. Doing your record? And there is that feeling of, mm-hmm. like, okay, how good are you at your job if you can't even help yourself? But I think those periods of periods of going through depression, periods of getting on medication, periods of feeling hopeless and losing the interest in everything like I had a huge major depressive episode last year that lasted a long time and I had to get on meds for the first time in like ten years. I had to get back in therapy for like the first time in like four years okay. I Think that that period however made me more compassionate towards my clients and more understanding mm-hmm. towards my clients because it's like no, I get wanting to go off your meds even though they're working perfectly fine and you're doing ten times better. I get randomly waking up and like, cool, yeah, I'm definitely a lot better since I've been on them. I'm gonna get off them now. I get that now. I understand because I've been through that. You know, I've also understand like not want to go to therapy because you're just like I don't know you triggered me last time I want you triggered again you know I get <laughs> all that now and I think honestly those type of moments you can use to help you maybe be a, ble- a better clinician
0: yeah that's what I was saying like he needs to go find a therapist or but he said he I think he's refusing to take the medicines too but he knows how that is too mhm but you're your biggest critic. So even though you can help people, like I can help all these people too, but I'm going home and depressed about something. Like you were saying, all your colleagues, at one of my jobs, one of my colleagues used to come to my office all the time. Like I was his therapist (laughs) and I'm like, bruh, I don't get paid for this. But I'm saying that to say that that's how everybody is in in the field, but you just have to make the step to go ahead and get the help. I mean, I'm not one to talk I always drop out
1: of therapy and then don't even go find another one. But I wasn't going to say anything.
0: <laughs> we all have our little things. We all have our little things. I don't even go to the doctor like I need to, but so I know how it is, mm-hmm. but that's when you just have to push yourself. Like if I'm helping all my clients, let me help myself. Yeah. But it's hard to push yourself when you're depressed
1: also. Well, and then another thing is I find that people who tend to go into the helping um, person's professions like social work mm-hmm. psychology counseling tend to have caretaker personalities and caretaker personality types find it very hard to let others care for them they don't know how to be right. yeah. the recipient usually to being taken care of to not be in control having someone else like wait on you try to take care of your needs it's very mm-hmm. very hard Or they don't even know how to ask. Yeah. It's just, it feels really uncomfortable because caretaking almost feels like a person, a part of your personality. So it's like, if I take away this part of Mm -hmm. my personality and reach out for help and have somebody else like really um, put in the effort and try to help me get better, like what am I supposed to do? Because I don't know how to be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to be, I don't know how to feel helpless. I don't know how, even though that's what I'm feeling, I don't know how to manage it. Mm-hmm. So, take the plunge, go get a therapist. And what you'll find out is your therapist got a therapist. Like, <laughs> yes. All of us have therapists. My we therapist all help each therapist. other. Yeah. 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 It's a whole day. It's a whole yeah. day. All right, Nick, what's your next question?
0: Okay. So, in your opinion, what are some of the things that make it hard for women to leave their cheating partners. Mm. Um, I believe, I believe most of the time it's security, mm-hmm. um, our history, or their own insecurities. It could be security in that he gives me money, he provides for me, he takes care of me, he's nice to me. Um, but then the insecurity, like I don't deserve better. I mm. think. But then in history too, like I had so much history involved in this, I can't leave them. Yeah. So it's lots of things. I don't know, have I stayed in cheating cheetah relationship? Uh yeah, my knowledge, maybe. Hmm. But then you also, you can be blindsided. So you can be blind, acting like you're blind and don't see it and don't really yeah. catch them, but you got a feeling and that feeling be like the thing. And then most times it's because I love him or see the good in him or I want to think that he'll change.
1: Yeah
0: there's so many reasons yeah I think
1: but, um I, don't suggest it. <laughs> I think there's a flip side to that as well because I know we often hear that and we're like yeah you're insecure or blah 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 but also there's like the side of just plain old there's some people who think that's normal You know their daddy cheated on their mom their granddaddy cheated on their grandma their great granddaddy has kids all across town like it's just they think it's normal Mm -hmm. every person they have ever been with cheated all their girlfriends always get cheated on so it's normal to them it's like why start over with someone else that's gonna cheat if that's what men do or if that's what women do um Mm -hmm. so for some people and i like this
0: person enough i can handle it yeah
1: yeah And for some people, they just think that's how relationships work. And so it's just Mm -hmm. one of those things. Like, it hurts. You move past it and you go on to the next. Um, And then also, I think you have to keep in mind, some of that's generational. I've noticed a lot of Mm -hmm. people in older generations are way more tolerant of that. Um, And I think it's just, you know, less options at that time. Also, it was very common to see their mothers put up with it. Um, So, again, it's just one of those things that are normalized. And also, there's some people that that's just not a deal breaker for them. That when they love, they love hard. They're very forgiving. And they're willing. Like, that's just not a deal breaker for them. For them, that's just not the thing that is going to break them. Like, it hurts, but they're just like, you know, I get it. Like, I have a friend that's like that. Um, Not so much cheating, um, but, like, she's in an open relationship. And to her, her partner, Mm -hmm. being sexual with somebody else, it's just not that big a deal. For her, her Mm -hmm. mindset on the whole subject is, I get not wanting to have only one partner for the rest of your life. She's like, but we got to be the only people we're building with. We got to be the only people we're going home to every night. We got to be the only people we're building that emotional connection with. And um, for her, that works. Like, I don't see if that works for you. I don't see anything wrong with it. Mm Um, mm-hmm. but kind of like you said I think there's a lot this is of what reasons for you. yeah yeah. there's a mm-hmm. lot of reasons and it's just one of those things I really think like you have to be honest with yourself about that I personally feel like you need to make up your mind about that before you get into a relationship because mm-hmm. kind of like you said there are times things blindsided you and it's hard to think on your feet when you're blindsided especially if you're like we were so happy we just moved in together we I, we introduced each other to our kids our you know you are blindsided you're like hold on we were just so happy and if you haven't already made up your mind on how you're going to handle that situation it's a lot harder to make up your mind in the midst of all that mess oh it is yeah yeah but if you cool go yeah but if you have a conversation about it before you begin a relationship you're like i am not dealing with this point standing in a line this is a promise i made to myself not that you always keep it but it's a lot easier to be like you know what no because i said if this happened this is just my line and i'm not tolerating that
0: and then if it's that like the talk that you already had and they still do it now you're crossing like boundaries and yeah what we already discussed so yeah. it's just what you want or what you see
1: yourself being comfortable with in your relationship i 100 so. percent agree and um mm-hmm yeah and i yeah i 100 agree with that and also like i've never been married so i don't know what it's like to have a marriage where now we have assets together we own properties together we might have businesses that's together that's true. and now me saying okay I, we might have kids together me saying okay i'm gonna leave is more complicated than a boyfriend girlfriend situation Mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. also have to keep that in mind for some people it's like if i leave this this is not just, oh, my heart is broken. I don't have anybody to cuddle with at night. I don't have anybody to talk to. This is, I don't have an income, or now I have to spend half my income. How does this work? Because now we work together, we have this business together, and I'm to hurt to work with them.
0: Right. right. Or
1: I need them to make this business work. I don't know finances. I do the creative work, but I need him to handle the finances, or I need her to mm-hmm. handle the creative side, because all I do is handle the finances. Like It's a lot bigger deal. it can be yeah yeah. i have a friend who
0: just recently
1: decided to get divorced and it's a guy and he actually like one of the things that kind of blindsided him and he ended up being the he's like the primary caregiver now Mm. and that's not what he was expecting to happen um Mm
0: -hmm.
1: great dad but um like he thought it was gonna be 50 50 then when they split it ended up being more and more him and um i think he just felt safer with it being him yeah um because you know the other person was pushing the kids off so much that they're like okay i don't know what you're doing but now i feel more comfortable with them being with me because there's a reason you're pushing so he has the kids oh okay he has the kids full time he has the kids full time but again that's something that he was not expecting so there's also things like that where it's like can I handle being a single parent
0: yeah I mean same with my like same with a friend like they weren't expecting it but it happened because the mother wasn't a fit mother I have dated a lot of guys that was the sole provider or the um, parent that was raising the child and the mom may see them on weekends or Summers, mm-hmm. it's more common you now. You
1: have actually, you yeah. have.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. and I was surprised both times like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but in both situations, they were better providers than the mom. And they didn't either expect it to be that, you
1: know, expected to be the providers, the main yeah. providers. Yeah. yeah and that's something that can really give a lot of people pause especially if you don't have a support like that Mm -hmm. or on the flip side it could be okay I know they're going to fight for custody of the kids I know that they provide most of the nurturing because of my work schedule because of whatever and now I'm scared that I won't see my kids I'm used to tucking my kids in every night if I end this I don't want to be one of those people that only see my kids 24 hours a week you know it's things like mm-hmm. that there's lots of situations mm-hmm. I think when you're married it makes it a lot harder folks um, you know that's why I say just burn mm-hmm. shit down you know let let, <laughs> let let the fire department in the corner handle it um, mm-hmm. but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I need to edit that out just in case something suspicious happens in the future yes. <laughs> it be like so that I'm not show. in court and they're like so Miss Rest, did you or did you not joke about burning down items and possible uh-huh. deaths <laughs> on August 18, 2021. Did you <laughs> find that funny, Miss Russ? <laughs> <laughs> it was funny at the time. We um, yeah, were really so, thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm I out there to say, though, like right now it's very easy, I think, for both of us to just be like, I mean, this is why some people do, but I ain't. I'm gonna walk away. But I think life gets a Mm -hmm. lot more complicated when you are legally bound to a person.
0: You can't be saying that never and ever stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can say that never ever stuff, but then you get put in that situation. You will, um,
0: you will. It's not the same, yeah.
1: Yeah, so um, there's lots of reasons. And I know I think from the outside looking in, especially if it's happening to someone you care about, um, it can be hard. To be like, why did why you put up this? You're mm-hmm. so amazing. Um, but also another thing, I think people need to be mindful of how that affects their kids. If you're in a relationship where you have kids and that's a thing going on. Kids are a lot more perceptive than we believe. And mm-hmm. you just want to be careful of the message you're sending your kids.
0: Because um, yeah.
1: you might mm-hmm. be sending a message to your kids that this is what men do and mm-hmm. you as a man might be okay yeah making your daughter think that that's okay and that's something she should tolerate mm-hmm. or as a mother you can be sent a message mm-hmm. of being in a relationship being a woman is painful because she's seen you cry all the time she he that keeps, that keeps that cheating think and you stay yeah and so it's like if you decide to stay or whatever you also have to be mindful of what message that's sending to the kids because also a lot of times people think they're hiding it from the kids and they're not like you would be surprised
0: mm-hmm. I used to work
1: at a daycare you would be surprised at things the kids used to come in saying and I'm like I know your mama didn't exactly. talk to you about that in front of you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you Either thinking like they're watching Spongebob the and they all yeah. up in the Kool-Aid
0: <laughs> yes my daughter is the same like she, she just tells everything like go back <laughs> and tell my mama dad everything and I'm like yeah I gotta watch what I do in front of the child because she is a sponge and she tells everything that's what kids do and you don't right. and I don't want to like ever tell her like don't go back and tell such because such, I'm, I'm gonna teach her that yeah so I just had to like <laughs> be quiet. it's crazy because I don't want to say that yeah but sometimes I do want to say it like but I just know I'm not trying to teach her to be secretive then she'll think it's okay Somebody else to her not to tell mommy so yeah, yeah
1: um i remember like me and my daughter had went on a road trip i can't remember i think we were driving to ohio and i had gave her her ipad i gave her earphones so i could listen to Dipset in peace and i remember we got there and she <laughs> had learned some new words that she was just thought was the most fascinating mm. words to say forever and it took me forever to get her to stop but again in my head i'm like oh she got on her headphones she got on her ipad she is not paying attention to me um I will look back in the mirror, she's sleep, but no, no, she picked up all type of stuff that I had no idea. So again, yeah, you just want to be, yeah, <laughs> you you want to be mindful of that as well. And not saying that, okay, if you have kids, you absolutely cannot stay because no, you can, you, there might be a way for you to have a conversation with them, depending on how old they are or whatever. But I just say that to say, be mindful. I've seen that coming up more and more um, amongst people my age where You know, some of the things we're Mm -hmm. in therapy for now is because we picked up on that as a child and that created all types of issues with relationships going forward. And, you know, I'm sure their parents sit there and think about it like, oh, if I do this, you know, going forward, my daughter will forever have trust issues because she thinks all men cheat and she don't want to be cheated on. So she abandons men in relationships because blah, blah, blah. Like, you your mama wasn't thinking that <laughs> she wasn't thinking that when she figured it out your dad. no but that's what happened no. so it's just one of those things that it's like keep that in mind keep that in mind mm-hmm. they handle it accordingly next question is i'll cut to the chase nine times out of ten when me and my partner drink he will blow up at me and call me a cunt, and stems from nothing most recently it was bad Most recently it was so bad he kept leaving me on my own saying I deserved it and not knowing how to get back to the hotel. When questioned the next day he said he didn't really leave me but kept the watch on me from a distance as I tried to find out where to go. He's always sorry, embarrassed, and ashamed. He gets very aggressive and shouts in my face even when I plead for him not to. The more I get upset, the more it spurs him on. But he's never like this sober, and we don't go out often, but it does scare me. The main complaint I have of his behavior when sober is that he will say things in a slightly rude or harsh way, which makes me retreat into my show as I'm highly sensitive. Then he would deny he said it in that way, so I can't be upset. Um, And then her question is, is this gaslighting? Is this emotional abuse? Um, my whole thing with this is if you are with somebody that becomes aggressive, puts you in dangerous situations, because, um, she talked about a hotel. So it sounds like y'all are out of town. You're in unfamiliar territory. Mm-hmm. You've been drinking and they leave you. Yeah. That's, that that's is a reddest is of shit. red flags. <laughs> like that's a huge red yeah. flag. That to me is emotional abuse. Um, mm-hmm. because... He's doing it as a way to teach you a lesson. He even said that, like not said that, but um he said you deserved it. So, you know, he's doing it intentionally with trying to hurt you. And the same thing where at the end, she says, like he'll say things in a really harsh way. And then when I like confront him about it, he'll say he didn't and that I can't be upset because that's not what he really did. Um, yeah. Yeah. Be careful fast, and wary of people yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I personally feel like that's the
0: tip of the iceberg and it's going to get worse. Yeah, It can only get worse. Mm -hmm. Like, if that's a tip, like, that's, if that's the star, that's a problem. Like, Mm -hmm. to be in another place and you're supposed to be with your boyfriend, you're supposed to be your protector, or y'all supposed to care enough to protect you, and you don't mind, like, giving me and making excuses to make it seem like it's my fault? Mm -hmm. That's gaslighting and, sis, you need to run. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. Just imagine if she had got drunk, like, he would not be ready to protect her. Like, um, yeah.
1: Yeah. And and here's my thing. If somebody puts you in a dangerous situation and then you tell them later, like, hey, that was a dangerous situation. I feared for my safety and not a little bit. I was sincerely afraid and they don't believe it's a reason to stop. That's not someone you need to be associated with. Someone loves you, you tell them, you put me in danger. I was terrified. Mm-hmm. And they rub it off and they're like, okay. And then they still keep continuing that behavior. Because to me, she's saying like, oh, but we don't really drink that often. Okay, well then it sounds like he really shouldn't be drinking. If he starts yelling at you in your face, he starts calling you out your name, if he starts embarrassing you in public by shouting at you, being aggressive with you in public, if he's doing things like leaving you in public while y'all out of town somewhere to teach you a lesson while you're drunk, and he, you tell him all this, and he doesn't see it's a problem, and he doesn't go, you know what, okay, maybe I need to do something about my drinking. Okay, I will not drink anymore because this has happened more than one time so obviously this is something that happens when i drink so i need to not be drinking around you or i need to not be drinking because if he's doing it to you he more than likely is getting aggressive with other folks as well if after all that Mm -hmm. he don't come to the conclusion that i need to stop doing this there's something wrong with how i react when i'm drunk and i need to get a handle on it leave and i'm not huge on telling women to leave that's a lie i'm always (laughs) if you ask me about a relationship (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> yeah if you ask me anything about relationship like he cheated girly he doesn't listen to me girly but i'm that,
0: yeah he doesn't i'm leave. not big on leaving but i always say leave him like i'm not big on leaving
1: yes, but that right
0: there everything about that i'm gone yeah. no. like yeah.
1: those, those circumstances with that yeah this is to me some abusive know, it's tendencies right that are yeah. just bubbling under the surface And I feel like Mm -hmm. if he is getting in your face being aggressive with you, if he's leaving you in places to leave you a lesson, if he's yelling at you like that to the point you're scared in front of Mm -hmm. strangers, it's only a matter of time before that goes on, before emotional abuse into something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this can only escalate from there. Yeah, and also (laughs) I feel like she's probably downplaying it a bit. Because when it's new and you're like, hey, is this? Because her question is, is this emotional abuse? Is this gaslighting? Usually when you get to that first steps of like, hmm, this is new. Is this what it is? A lot of times I have found that people downplay it at first. They want to know are the little things concerned. And there's usually more to it than that. Um, That, you know yeah, a lot of time, abuse survivors or people who are still in domestic violence situations, they kind of downplay because they don't want.
0: Would allowing my 15 year old daughter to visit her mom who will be in jail for seven months for check fraud be a bad idea, even if they have a good relationship since then she will, good relationship since then, she will see the inside of a jail and prisoners yeah. So I'm guessing mm. he's asking, should she go visit her in prison?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. This I'm is thinking, like, than... if it was only go seven ahead. months, huh? Go ahead. If it's, um, if the seven months thing, I don't know. <laughs> like, if it was years and years, I feel like, yes, you need to go, go see the child's your see her mom. Like, if he said, if he tries to keep her away from the mom or not try to see her in that light, I can understand it. But the, the daughter will take that out on him. And the daughter will never forgive him, especially if it's something the daughter's asking. Yeah. To see her mom, and if they're close. But I know some parents want to shed their children from other things. But I'm more of the of the tell you what's going on and talk through it so it won't be a mistake. Because, like, I don't really like parents hiding so much. Mm-hmm that doesn't it didn't do anything for me um so I think I would let my daughter see like guess was my like if I was the other way around and went to go see my husband I meaning my um child's father uh never mind mm-hmm. I just so, thought about that like when I went <laughs> I mean this I just is, thought about it like uh, this know. is one of the ones I, but I just think she would take it out on her dad though
1: yeah, but there's gonna be times I feel like as a parent, you they're gonna like you're the adult. You have to make the yeah. mindful decision, what's gonna affect them, what's gonna be best for them long term. Um, I am half and mm-hmm. half on this. Um, the population that I work with is individuals who are usually in jail. Most of my clients are usually in jail, and I have it to fold. Um I have clients who kids are like their whole motivation of getting out is to go see their kids and seeing their kids uplifts Mm -hmm. them. Their kids, seeing them uplifts them. I have been at court hearings where the kid sees their father come out and they're just so happy because they haven't seen daddy in months. I haven't physically seen him and it makes them so happy and it brings them so much joy. But on the flip side of that, I have also fence of court hearings where afterwards I have to talk to the family whether it be grandma and the kids or auntie and the kids mom and the kids dad and the kids because I also have female clients Mm -hmm. um, where the kid is sitting there shaking and the kid is like seeing their their seeing their loved one with their hands behind their back with cuffs on them on their arms and on their feet being talked to like a toddler sometimes whether it be by the solicitor or the Mm -hmm. judge like it can also be harmful and that's at court but i'm saying that to say also like even visiting in a jail can possibly be harmful there is this guy this is like group it's called the it's called button poetry i don't know if you heard of them but you can find their posts on like Facebook all the time, Instagram I think they have their own YouTube page but it's a it's a like organization for poets and writers and they publish books Mm -hmm. and they have like these slam poetry things and they'll record them and post them when I was on Facebook I used to post them all the time because I used to just come across some of the most amazing poetry but they had a guy on there, I cannot remember his name uh black dude big dude like mm-hmm. look like he's at least six five um and he had a poem where his whole poem talked about how seeing his father in prison told him sent him the message that that's where he was going to be going that that's where he came mm-hmm. from that he and he as a grown man has never shaken the, that feeling and so with things like that, I try to keep That's that in true. mind as well. So with the, this is a question I'm just yeah. like, it, I don't know what to tell you. I think it's really one of those, you have to know your kid. And sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't know how it's going to affect them until you're there in that situation.
0: Yeah. I think so, you do have to know your kid in some aspects. Mm-hmm. But it's 50-50 too. It is 50-50. Because I would never think that them seeing the kid like them saying, her dad was like oh that's what I'm gonna be I didn't think about that but then when you said I was like well that could be a thing because you are your your time, mm-hmm. you're your kid's role model so I didn't think about that but it does seem more traumatizing than not but I am 50-50 too like some kids really just want to see mommy and mm-hmm. she doesn't care if she's in there
1: yeah
0: and they can't go without seeing mommy so I mean it
1: for is some kids that is yeah. that means the whole world to them it's an amazing experience for them but you know yeah there's definitely those kids where it's like this traumatized me why are y'all traumatizing me
0: Uh, yeah I can imagine my daughter really wanting to see me but she's so such an empath she would Mm -hmm. be like crying afterwards she would be excited in the moment to see mommy but it would be a long journey for her to like get back to a happy good lucky kid yeah She's such an emotional person.
1: Yeah. And again, like you said, that goes back to your kid because your kid is more sensitive. And she's mm-hmm. more in touch with her feelings. She's more sensitive to surroundings, what's going on. My daughter loves chaos. Like my daughter <laughs> is a very free spirit. And she I don't I don't even know. If she'd be conscious of the fact that like I have handcuffs on. I don't even think she'll be aware. Yeah. She'd be like, Oh, that's so shiny. <laughs> Like I'm right, you gotta play with them. Yeah, so try I, to play with him. Yeah, I can see it. I can yeah, see it. Because that's who she is. And now <laughs> would that be mine? Yeah. So yeah. yeah so it's like, about knowing your kid too. Yeah. yeah I, I completely agree with that. Um uh, then let me go on to mine. Um all right, so this one is called I Found Out I Was the Other Woman. I dated a man for five years. We split a year ago. We've been in contact regularly since and have been meeting up, having sex, more so this month. He told me I'm the only one. He told me he loves me. But due to our commitments, he can only see me once a week. I suspected that he was seeing someone else, but he promised me he wasn't, and I stupidly believe him. Fast forward to this week, and he tells me he's going away for work. We're messaging regularly throughout the day texting all of that etc but but he's unable to chat on the phone blames working hours i find out today that he's been away on a different city with a girlfriend as she posts pictures of them together on facebook i message her to explain and turns out they were driving back from their week away with their two kids one kid is hers one kid is his she told him when they got back he messaged me several times saying I ruined his life, and he hopes I'm happy breaking the hearts of two kids. And he thinks my parents. Would be And he thinks my parents would be disgusted in my behavior. <laughs> they both died three years ago, and one just died three months ago. Wow. The girlfriend has asked lots of questions and has been lovely. She said he is a good liar. He has said in messages, you haven't heard the last of this. And I have no idea why you're doing this. You have no idea what you just done. I can't sleep. Pretty much still grieving the death of my dad in May. Don't really have anybody to tell or any support. Just felt I need to tell someone if any, if that makes sense. Any advice? That is a lot to take in. That is, it is. <laughs> a lot to take in because there's several concerns here. Um first, just addressing the cheating, being another woman. Um, I'm a big believer in listen to your intuition. If you feel something is off, mm-hmm. if you feel something is funny, it is. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also a big believer that if my intuition says something funny, I ask you about it, I feel like you're lying, I'm done. Like I I don't even you ain't gotta go back and forth. I don't have to investigate, mm-hmm. I don't have to do none of that. Nope. Because I I just trust in my intuition that strongly. Um, And I know not everybody is there, but I say that to say, I have never, Mm -hmm. out of all of my homegirls, out of all of my associates, when they get those type of feelings, they've always been right. They've always been right. Mm -hmm. Um, So I say that to say, if you get that feeling, I truly recommend, like, don't let somebody sweet talk you into disbelieving what you feel strongly in your heart, about what's going on. Yeah,
0: because you're feeling that for a reason, like, every yeah. reason, it's going to come out anyways, half the time it just comes out. Yeah. But you're feeling it for a reason, to so listen.
1: Yeah, Um, and then secondly, um, I just want to give her a hug, because that is hard, it's very hard when you think, like, this might be my happily ever after, I'm so happy, I'm really enjoying my time with them, and then you get caught off guard with something like that. Because not only that, it's not even like, you're cheating on me. Oh, wait, not only are you cheating me, you made me the other one. Um, and you're and, trying
0: to blame me for yeah. that.
1: Like. And she's lucky. Like The girl was very sweet to her and nicer about it. Because there's some women that will then go for you. Mm-hmm. There's some women that will then come for okay. you. They won't be mad at the man, but they're they going to come for you. Um, I know something like that happened to me when I was really, really young. When I was like in undergrad, I was like 19 years old um same kind of situation actually um there was somebody I dated in high school and then I had went away from college and I was it was like my second year in college and um we had reconnected but they lived in my hometown I was going to school not my hometown Oof, that's not my hometown but they lived um where I went to high school and I was four hours away and so it was always like oh, okay when I come back on spring break summer break whatever we'll kick it blah 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 um and then we did and um we went out to eat. We went bowling and we had fun and I knew he had a child, but like we were out bowling till like 1 a.m. And uh she had called at some point in time, was like, hey, my car broke down, uh, can you help me out? And he was like, Oh, you know, I'm out with rest right now. And in my head, I was young and dumb. In my head, I was like, Okay, I feel good about this. I feel like there's nothing going on because as another woman, if your boyfriend says I'm out with some, another woman at 1 a.m. You would be mad. She wasn't. She was just like, okay, yeah. well, when y'all finish, you know, can you come pick me up? Um, a session, we would find what? out they were still very much together. I, what that was about, I don't know. I don't know. Um was that any of that okay then? Girl, I don't know. Um, she had told him we were like best and he friends. And you say you were just friends. Yeah, we were friends in high school for a long time um before we dated we were like really good friends um so he said that to her i guess and he was like yeah you know she lives so far away and i never get to see her um yeah and uh but the woman got mad at me and post all type of crazy stuff about me on facebook um she got mad at me and broke me on facebook Mm -hmm. And was just like, and I saw the text messages and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what? And I was so confused because I was like, why are you texting me? And I was just very honest with her. Like, I didn't know y'all were dating. She's like, well, how did you know we were dating? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, he called you right in front of me. I was like, while we were out. I, how was I that was like to me that was like oh okay she's very aware also he never hid talking to me uh in the daytime or anything like I could call whenever he would just pick up the phone but again she's thinking this is his friend she lives so far away they haven't seen each other in a long time so I get it as an adult like I really get it um but no uh I'm probably still the villain that girl said but yeah like I was just completely caught off guard had no idea and that's also why I'm like ladies please just go for the man because you don't really know what the woman other woman knows or not they are Mm -hmm. so good at lying Mm -hmm. (laughs) they can be so good at lying um but yeah like I had that situation happen uh she post a whole bunch of like crazy stuff about me on Facebook, to the people in our hometown and all this stuff. And I was just like, really upset. And me and him never talked again. Like I cussed him out, blocked him from everything. Uh, Not again, uh, actually like for the first time, like last year. Um, Mm -hmm. And didn't even really talk. Like (laughs) somehow started following me, I think on Instagram and replied to one of my stories. And I was just like, okay that's not what that was about <laughs> anyways and that's went about my day but literally after that i was just like no and that was like that was like 11 12 years ago so i really and it sucks because hey, again at one point we were good friends so it just sucks um and i remember saying to him if anything at the end of the day i thought you were my friend and if you were my friend you would have never put me in this mess anywho yeah. and i you say about, what huh Is he still with her? No, she knows someone new. Is he still with her? No, she knows someone new. Yeah. (laughs) Who also keeps putting his business on Facebook and Instagram. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's not funny. It's not funny, but I'm just like, it's been a 10-year cycle. What are you doing? (laughs) Grow up. You're about to be 40. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would uh, put
0: the same thing. Yeah same thing well not same. I said I've been through the same thing but not exactly like you but um in college I was talking to a guy and we on another day like he approached me at the club and we just kept talking we never stopped talking we were going on dates um I was like spending spend night at his house or I'll be at his house often and he told me that he worked at nights nice, but then once I got older I was thinking like maybe he was going to her house every night and just saying he worked nights because mm-hmm. um, when I had moved back home uh, I was still I would go I was still working in Cincinnati so I was still spend the night at his house and go to work from there like he, I even had a key that's why I like I don't know how he was doing it yes. but um, <laughs> but yes yes and then we got into like an argument because of me like just like i was just a free free spirit just you know how i was at the club dance so everybody talked i knew a lot of people i knew a lot of guys somehow we just did so it wasn't like i was talking about these guys but i just knew people so he questioned me like what's up or why are you dancing it's always somebody it's always something it's always somebody. i was like sir we're not in a relationship and then he uh was like, well, well maybe we should just talk about being in a relationship. Come to find out, it just happened. Like the girl tagged him on a date. On mm-hmm. a date, on this they had like a whole day of dating. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you're questioning me. And I just started sending him all the pictures of them on a date. So he blocked me. To say. <laughs> they
1: always do.
0: Yes, he blocked me. Because he would he didn't want me to tell her. Yeah. but I don't think I was the type to be like well you know I did, I wasn't that type anyways but I'm just gonna let you know that I know that you have a girlfriend and you're questioning me mm-hmm. so, so it happens it happens Um, but in that situation I, got, I, I just stopped talking to him he apologized and everything but it's just like I just stopped I cut that off yeah
1: because at that point like what can really be said what can really be said like um i find it odd because um you know (laughs) let me get back to the actual question (laughs) (laughs) um so anyways all that was said to be like yeah it happens more than you think um it's just really easy to for people to lie and get over especially today because a lot of jobs do require you to travel you know, there's a lot of things that actually, you know, you're like, ah, I guess that can make sense. Um You know, if they have a child, it's very easy to be like, hey, you no, know, this is my time with my child. And I really want to give them my full attention. And you'll be yeah, like, oh, you're yeah. such a good dad. You know, <laughs> it's just really easy. Um And my only advice to her is like, really move on, but also block him on everything. Do not contact him or her and kind of be aware of your surroundings because that sounds kind of threatening at the end um at the end he said you have not heard the The last of this you're going
0: to regret it yeah
1: yeah you have not heard the last of this and so forth um i hate that this happened so close to when her father died because also that's another thing when um when you are not used to having support and that's one of the things she says like i have nobody i have no support my dad just died um when you are somebody that doesn't have a lot of support um, one, usually your guard is up when you do meet somebody and it, your guard is up to kind of before you let somebody in and it mm-hmm. really sucks to let somebody in and then find out that you cannot support them and now it's like your only support that you are finally getting used to gets taken away that's extremely difficult mm-hmm. I've been through that and it hurts a lot and can be difficult and my biggest advice to her really is Usually I don't say throw yourself into other things, but I think in this case, I would say it just because we still have uh, a pandemic going on. It's very isolating. Uh, we've been isolated for like a year. And if you're not going to work in the office and so forth, and you already don't have a support system, you already don't have friends you can turn to, um, sit so in your house, It's gonna be. you're going to be thinking about it. Uh, and you're going to be alone mm-hmm. a lot it can just be too much so I would recommend in this case like try to find a hobby try to go out make new friends try to um, do try to ac- occupy your mind block him but also at the same time be aware of your surroundings for a while Um, always but especially now because it's like eh, he knows where you live and he threatened him, you and um, unfortunately one of the things we know is that um Partners. A lot of times, when women are killed, a lot of times it's by partners. It's a lot of times it's by mm-hmm. exes, and um, we know that mm-hmm. people who are already sociopath have sociopathic tendencies. Um, they hold grudges, and if you break up an image especially people who are narcissists, they're very much about their image. And if you break up the image that they have been lying to people, saying like, this them, like he's not a good guy, he's been cheating on this other person who thought probably thought she was building a life with him, Um, they, be, they can become very volatile. So I really want her to just really look out for her safety on top of, yes, you know, let's try to occupy your mind with other things and blah, blah, blah. But oh, also like really, maybe get a taser, pepper spray. Mm -hmm. whatever you need to feel safe and I'm gonna leave it at that and just be aware of your surroundings for a
0: while yeah I agree because he just sounds seems and sounds crazy and for him to like go for your parents knowing that you lost them trying to break you down and all Mm -hmm. of this is your fault Mm sorry all of it is your fault like you were trying to have a double life Mm -hmm. and I knew nothing about it she knew nothing about it let's just take accountability apology would be good enough for both instead of you trying to ruin my life because you chose to mess up yours so but she needs to watch out for herself because those people are crazy they're stalkers Mm -hmm. they're crazy Mm -hmm. so i agree just watch out for yourself and it's just like i hope she has friends i mean it doesn't say she has anybody
1: it does. And he probably was her lifeline. And also for him to sit there and say, um, I hope you're happy breaking the heart of two kids. You broke the heart of two kids. That was exactly. You. That yeah. was you. That was all you're doing. Again, with people like that, just be careful. Be mm-hmm. careful.
0: Um, yeah. Oh, girl, didn't need to be with him either. It seems
1: like. The... Yeah. Yeah. For all we know, as long as nobody gets hurt, that was a mm-hmm. blessing in disguise for both of y'all. Mm-hmm. you and mm-hmm. the other girls, because now y'all can go off and be happy with somebody else mm-hmm. it'll hurt for the time being but then you guys can go off and find people who are honest and loving and faithful mm-hmm. um, can I just say quickly though there are mm-hmm. like a lot of people that are into cheating and are okay with cheating that are like I, wh- why don't y'all just meet each other like why bring people Who just want to be happy into your mess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's some people who know you're cheating and they are okay with it. And don't get me wrong, I don't want any of y'all to cheat. Like, I don't want you to cheat because there's still an innocent person getting hurt. But like, to bring somebody else in who like really was minding their business, was not asking for you to reach back out to her, was not, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just an extra layer of disgust because it's like you are now ruining the lives of multiple people who did not ask for it mm-hmm all
0: right what's your next I question i agree okay let me pull it back up Okay. okay. Yeah. how do others react to their partners accidentally calling them by their ex's ex-wife's name mm. my partner of two years divorced five years now and had a serious girlfriend for a year prior to meeting me has done this four times now Mm. um four times now in the space of a year never did it at the beginning he feels awful tells me he has no feelings for her and that it means nothing and doesn't know why he does it uh I was married 15 years to someone else and never make the same mistakes. I hate it, especially the time it happened at dinner in front of cousins and friends of his. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So let me refer back to my fire um, comment earlier.
0: (laughs) 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 Like when you do that, what? That person is on your
1: mind. I think... Oh right? yeah, or are you just multiple- used to that person? No, because she's saying multiple times, like it's not once, it's not yeah. twice, it's like how many times? Any didn't she say like four times in one year? Four times in that year. Yeah, no, no, no.
0: That's what I'm saying. I think the the s is on his mind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, because I have done it, I had to catch myself, but it was I didn't have no business moving on because I was so used to that person. And I tried to move on to get over it, and then it was like I'm just so used to being around that person. But the the fact that he had other people in between, like he had the girlfriend in between, and he like a whole year of having a girlfriend, and then you haven't been married for this long.
1: Mm-hmm. Is she
0: back on your mind, or is she back in your life?
1: Yeah, both are a question. Both are so, funny questions that need to be answered.
0: Yeah, I feel her on getting upset about it. Like getting together.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, to me, that would be a um that would be a like okay, yeah, we gotta call it quits. Um, mm. and I know everything seems like it's okay. We gotta call it quits for me, but like really I feel like this one's justified. Because like you <laughs> said, like he had a whole other relationship in between this marriage
0: that mm-hmm. lasted a
1: whole year that he yeah. said was serious. And he done yeah. scared her <laughs> went back exactly went right back to the wife like what? And she said it was like five years since they divorced right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: mm-hmm. and her herself has been married fifteen years before and she never called him her husband
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. You gonna have to go, huh? Like you. <laughs> you yeah. You have go to. back
0: to Lucy then.
1: Look. He called me her. <laughs> he's like, not over yeah. that. He's not only mm-hmm. that, or they're back in communication one or the other, but also like you're not going to disrespect me in front of family like that. And no, think I'm just and especially gonna say, in front of your family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not going to be the thing.
0: Mm-mm.
1: That's just not going Mm-mm. to be it. Yeah, that's yeah. all I got to say on that one. <laughs> I
0: have nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> I feel sorry for her because it's just like, go ahead and make that decision because this ain't it probably.
1: Yeah yeah and especially if it's been a while um mm-hmm. yeah especially if it's been a while like you don't you don't need to do that
0: Mhm. okay y'all haven't been together that long either i only yeah. think they've been together like maybe two years
1: so. well and it's like if you can walk away from a 15-year marriage you can walk away from him
0: yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah
1: yeah um okay my next question is been with a boyfriend for almost two years friends before that we get along well laugh together and share similar interests we have children from previous relationships they have met and they're successfully been away on we've successfully been away on holiday together all seems fine they must be from like the uk and I'm right here on holiday. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm.
0: The holiday,
1: day.
0: the holiday, <laughs> Pepper Pig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my
1: daughter's saying it time. Yeah, or when Are people say in my studies. Come on with the Pepper Pig. <laughs> yes. Oh, Pepper Pig has ruined so many, so many, so many innocent children. I still can't pass exactly. by a puddle <laughs> with my daughter. Like, it's just not a thing. Me
0: either. And then when she gets with her cousin, they both sing in Muddy Puddles and jump. Shop- no, stop.
1: That darn pepper pig. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. Um, All seems fine, except times when we talk about the future coming up. Boyfriend is very laid back, but even so, his attitude is very much, let's take it a day as a time. Let's take each day as it comes. And says he finds thinking about the future depressing. So my question really is whether I'm wrong to feel like that's not really good enough, I feel like my future and our future as a couple, and in turn, a blended family, deserves some proper consideration and discussion." I feel like you're right. I feel like you are very right. Um, To me, and I think i talked about this before, and I know people are against giving timelines, but I'm very big on giving timelines because I feel like that's Mm -hmm. how you end up not wasting your time. If you've been together for two years and they still like, I don't want to discuss our future together, it's because they have not decided on whether they want to have a future together with you. And for you, that might be fine. For you, that's okay. But if you are like, no, I want to get married, I want to settle down, um, a person who's taken two years is not someone who's going to settle down with you. Mm Mm-mm. If they're taking two years to figure out what they want to do, and they still are saying thinking about the future is depressing, thinking about the future with you is depressing. That's the response when you're like, okay, but what about us together? Go ahead and leave. Just, just, just go ahead and leave mm-hmm. if that's what you want is to settle down. Because it sounds like he is not. It's not even something he's considering right now.
0: Mm-hmm. I just feel like when you know, you know, like. And, he, mm-hmm. and if he doesn't know by now two years he doesn't know you just not, might not be the one mm-hmm. And why are you wasting more time mm-hmm. and sometimes I catch myself always thinking more of the future sometimes I can't I cannot be in the present time present mm-hmm. day time yeah. it's hard for me sometimes I get that but I still need reassurance of that we're going on the right track yeah. together yeah. so no no. she I me? Mean, doesn't. age, for me, age is another factor. When I was younger, I, I had time to waste, but I don't know. I'm not wasting time. I'd rather just be by myself and be a good mama to my kid. <laughs> Stressing mm-hmm. over someone who don't know if they want me.
1: I 100% um, agree. I think, oh, yeah. like... I don't know. The way my mindset is on a whole topic is it just seems so much more stressful to be with someone that's unsure with you than to just be by yourself. It is. Like, once you get over the lonely factor, give yourself a couple weeks, maybe a couple months to like, be like, oh, I don't like being lonely, blah, blah, blah. But then that, eh, this is life kind of kicks in and then mm-hmm. you'll be fine. And not saying you takes won't have over. moments. Yeah. not saying you will have moments where you miss being with a partner and so forth. It'll yeah. definitely come up, but it's for me. It just seems so much more stressful being with somebody that makes you feel um, unsecure about where you stand with them. than to just uh-huh. be alone. Mm-hmm. Like what, what are you missing out on? They can still, they, they, they have shown that you are not a priority to them. And mm-hmm. being with somebody who has kind of made it clear to you, because to me, this is making it clear, that you're not a priority when you have made them one, mm-hmm. that takes up on you. Because mm-hmm. after a while, you're going to be start thinking, why am I not enough for you? I love you so much. Why am I not enough?
0: You start questioning yourself, and you're not the one that need to be questioning yourself. Yeah. He, he, yeah. No, and I really your fault.
1: like. And I really no. hate to say it, but these are the type of men that once you leave him, he' gonna marry the next girl within six yeah. months. Yeah, I
0: don't get it, but
1: that's how it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. it's sad, it's, uh, it's irritating, but yeah. So you know, go ahead, cut your losses. Go ahead and cut your losses, mm-hmm. and it's fine. I and I get it, like when, especially when you introduce your child to somebody. Um, that is extremely mm-hmm. heartbreaking when you're like, I told you how serious this was to me, and you still... But also, I feel like she's saying he's always like this, so I feel like you shouldn't have introduced your child to someone who won't even talk about a future with you.
0: Yeah, that you yeah. already know.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was already doing some, like, real, like, I don't oh. know. Yeah. And again, like you said, I feel like in two years, if he doesn't know you're the one, it's because he knows you're not the one. He's allowing you to be a placeholder.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's clear to know yeah but it's not clear to you
1: you need to
0: accept
1: it, yeah yeah and it's fine let him go you know drain the energy out of somebody else but don't let yeah. him drain the energy from you he had his time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um there was one more i can't find it though ah i found it all right and then this is our last one yes I'm very much attracted to my boss. I'm not married, but in a domestic partnership. We have a child together. We don't have sex anymore, and have it happened in months. He stopped, taking, he stopped taking care of himself, and even though that doesn't really bother me as much, he stopped showing any interest in me. I was a stay-at-home mom for the first four years. He was recently laid off, thanks COVID, and I had to find a job ASAP. I found a couple but i went with this job because of the benefits um they are 100 percent paid for great pay great advancement etc i didn't meet my boss until the first day of training when i saw him i thought he's really cute but no big deal i see cute people every day doesn't mean i want to bone them after working with my boss for a bit i've realized this man is amazing he thinks almost identically to how i think he's so smart we have the same political ideology since well dot 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 trump he brings up fascinating and thought-provoking discussions and now this is the worst part while he's typing away at his computer i'm constantly checking out his arm muscles the size of his hands and how cute his face is we have to travel together in a few weeks and i'm so not looking forward to it as i know i'm extremely attracted to him he's single by the way he seems to enjoy being single oh he's single by the way and it does seem like he's enjoying being single I don't want to do anything that can ruin both of our lives. But also, I can't help but think that our chemistry is so perfect and this was meant to happen. Any advice out there? Mm. My thing is, and someone actually said this below, um, this particular question on um, this forum. Someone made a very good comment that I agree with. Sometimes people come into your life just to show you that, yes, you can find other people who match with you that you do not have to settle in what you're in that there's other people yeah. out there and it's just it's just supposed to be a sign to tell you like hey you, you can find this, there are other people out here who have the same ideas as you who are thought provoking you can meet other people out there and you don't have to settle in feeling wanting and love. there are people that are going to ignite your fire again and then that's literally the only purpose for it you can just take that and be like, okay, you know what? I need to end what I'm in right now. Or I need to start mm-hmm. making plans to end, you know, my current situation, or I need to reevaluate if I'm really happy, or I need to bring up to him, like, hey, because it doesn't seem like they had the conversation. We need to have a conversation of, hey, it doesn't seem like you're interested anymore. I really miss having someone that's interested in me, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. It's smart, the smartest way to handle that situation is just take it as a sign of, okay, this is something that's still available, having this feeling, meeting somebody that gives me this feeling. And now I need to really sit and evaluate Mm -hmm. if I need to have this discussion with my partner or if this is something I still wanna pursue with my partner. Uh, But that's it. Do not one, not even, even if you break up with your partner, um, don't mess with your boss. Somebody gonna end up in the HR department. Just don't do it.
0: Mm-hmm. And you need the job. Clearly, you are taking care of the whole house. Mm-hmm. And it could be the grass is greener on the other side type situation, or like you said, it's like a wake up call. Like I can do better than what I'm doing, or I need to fix what I have in front of me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they be thinking the grass is greener, and that just messes up the whole thing. The boss the that's just what you then tell hru like anything mm-hmm. let's just keep it work related and keep it away from that like let's not go there mm-hmm. um, i
1: can't tell you how try many to fix horrible. home
0: or try to figure out home
1: mm-hmm. and i can't tell you how many horrible oh, relationship how many horrible like dating someone in the office situations i have seen in real time that i was mm-hmm. like hmm, that makes a lot of sense yeah. Cause the other day, Carol came in and asked if anybody want coffee, and he said, "Don't nobody want your damn coffee." And I thought that was odd, <laughs> now we know. <laughs> Y'all been secretly dating for a year. Y'all just broke up this mm-hmm. morning. <laughs> okay, um, um, it's just yeah. But so I think the bigger thing is, the bigger thing is not uh, the bigger thing is not the crush on the boss. The bigger thing is that you are uninterested in your relationship. Like, if anything. Yeah. Let's not even focus yeah. on the boss. Because yeah. to be honest, when you get to that point where you're so uninterested, everything seems like an attraction. You know, everything's a distraction. Mm-hmm. People who, the minute you break up with your partner, you won't even be interested in them. Right, All Right. So I really think, also think about that, that this is just a distraction. Uh, from the fact that you don't feel like you're getting attention at home, you're not getting great conversation at home. I feel like if you were getting those things, it wouldn't be so, oh my gosh, my boss is so tempting and blah, blah, blah. He's only so tempting because you aren't receiving the attention, the conversation, the all of that that you want. And he's filling a void. Well, that's telling
0: you something. Like you said, it's time to get away or fix it. Because mm-hmm. now you're wasting time. Like assurance that, oh, home is not where it's at right now. Mm-hmm. And it's no reason to bring other people in until we fix that.
1: So, I agree, and I get it because um, it does say that her partner let her stay home for four years, and this mm-hmm. is the first time she's been working while he's unemployed. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of that like I don't want to pick you while you're down, but at least then start having the conversation. Yeah. You know, because it doesn't there's nowhere in here that it says that um they've talked about it because sometimes that's all it takes is to have a combo. Sometimes people don't even recognize that um they're no longer actively participating in relationship especially if you're dealing with someone who's going through depression
0: yeah
1: a lot of times when you're depressed and you're going through a depressive episode you you are really not that aware of what's going on in your everyday life because you're kind of walking through life on zombie mode and you don't that might, know how you're affecting others yeah and that might be the snap they need to be like oh crap this is worse than i thought because there are a lot of times where people are depressed and they think okay but i manage it well nobody can tell And, um, you know, you're like, "Hmm, we can tell that you haven't bathed in four days. So, no, no, we (laughs) know this. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I, you know, start started at home. Um, And if there is still love there, it's just a matter of, you know, they're not taking care of themselves and um, you're not feeling the attention that you want. You know, seeing those are things that you can work on. And then if not, because I don't, like if it's not, you do not have to stay. I'm not, I'm a big believer in you do not have to stay because you don't want to hurt the other person feeling or you feel that they are dependent on you. That is a horrible, um, that is a disaster waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Staying with someone I out of, that. you feel they need you not because you want them not because you want to make this work but you're like if i leave you 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 what will you do you won't know what to do without me uh that will lead to a lot of resentment
0: and is it possible to still help somebody Mm. without being with them i don't know but you can't make that the only reason you're staying
1: yeah yeah um
0: then you're done at no (laughs) oh yeah
1: definitely 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 also let me just say also been there done that when trying to (laughs) break up but still live together don't do that yeah that doesn't work no 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 Uh -uh. (laughs) that does not work somebody gonna get thrown out so yeah yeah let me just
0: put that so no 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 (laughs)
1: <laughs> all righty well that is all our questions for today we're going to wrap it up with our check-in um i think your check-in from last time was uh job hunt and meditation and journaling where are you on that I
0: actually journaled and yeah i actually did journal yay i know <laughs> Um, and it was great I've been trying to do better this week because I've been in a funk so I'm like okay we got to keep me we got to figure out something and so I've been journaling trying to get back on track um meditation I try like when I'm tired and I try to like listen to a guided meditation I'm going to sleep and I could I do I was listening to it last night and i was like wait I did not finish it. I fell asleep so I do my height. I gotta do it when I maybe when I first get up in the morning to refresh me or uh, wake me um, and job hunt is still there it's still a thing I've been applying and things but I haven't been getting calls back but um, my current job is settled it's like settled down it's not much drama right now but I'm still looking just in case you know gotta always keep that door open um, yeah. but yeah so what about you
1: um, I have not been good on a meditation I did it for the first time yesterday um, and it was great. It was really, really great. I really need that. My anxiety has been extremely high all week. And it kind of just really calmed me down. Doing breathing exercises have been really great for me. Um, it doesn't work at the office, though. Um, I have been on and off job searching. The issue I'm having is, like, I just don't want to work. Like, <laughs> I don't want to work a nine-to-five job. I want to be creative somewhere. Um, for a living, so that's the problem I'm having because I'll go in like Indeed and I'll look through these jobs and I'll apply for some of them and then or I'll get halfway through an application. I'm like, I don't even want this. I'm just trading one stress for another. Um, yeah, yeah. So definitely. that's kind of where I mm-hmm. am. Um, I am thinking about getting back into therapy, as in practicing. Um, I have a contact from my past reached out to me and was like hey you know another person uh, from my past has a practice and they're like hey they need a woman a woman therapist they have some young girls who will prefer a female therapist so that may be something I do I haven't decided all the way um Mm -hmm. but other than that no I'm still in my job um hating it (laughs) still in my job hating (laughs) it um but you know i actually end up having a very upfront conversation with my boss where i told her like hey um i'm miserable I hate this i would like to leave <laughs> she was very supportive she was very very supportive and she was very much like you know you're a good worker i hope that you take some time and reconsider and she did ask me like what can i do to um help improve like is there anything i can do that could help alleviate your stress um And so um, I did have an interview with a place that really wanted me, and I regret it now because I had the interview the day after I had that conversation with my boss, and I felt guilty. Mm -hmm. So I ended up just not going to the interview, which um, I regret now, uh, because it makes good money. It actually makes more than what I'm making now, Um, but also it was something I actually really didn't want to do. It was something I was uncomfortable Mm -hmm. with doing. It's just an area that's not my, that's not my area. Um, Could I do it? Yes. Could I do it competently? Yes. Can I do it and probably be pretty good? Yes. Do I want to? No. Would I be happy? No.
0: Yeah.
1: And so it was just one of those things where also it was like, yeah, but really, am I just trading one stressor for another? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's how I am. I look. I go in Indeed at least once a day, and then I just kind of sigh and I'm like oh, I don't want to do any of this. Ta-da. I would like to paint in a tree somewhere and sip Um That's and I can't paint, but that's what I want to do. I would like to do something more creative, and I've been feeling a calling to do something more creative. Um, I've been feeling less and less drawn to working a nine to five but you know you're trying to figure out how to get there that's the biggest thing trying to figure out how yeah yeah um Kind of like we're talking about with intuition. It's like, okay, sometimes you'll get a call, you'll get intuition, and you'll get a gut feeling like this is not what I'm supposed to be doing, or this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's like, cool, 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 but how do I get there? So <laughs> that's kind of where I am. I'm like, okay, there is some ideas in my head, but I'm like, okay, but like I don't, I don't, I don't know how to make that happen. How? How does one make that happen? How do I make that a thing? So that's kind of where I am now. I'm focusing on how to make that a thing so I don't have to um keep working jobs that I no longer feel passion for. Right. Hopefully we'll get there one day. All right. <laughs> right. I, 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 you know I saw I promise we're gonna end up after this. I saw on YouTube, um a person not on youtube on instagram someone had post a like go and so like i was clicked on a page and i was just interested in reading it because i thought it was going to be like hey guys my car burnt down or you know i'm sick and lost my job or whatever whatever it was a person that was like hey um i need some money and that was it. Like, I was like, I don't know why. I don't know why. Like, it wasn't like a sob story. It wasn't. It was just like, hey, guys, I need some money. So if you would like to give me some money, please give me some money. Then he raised like $3,000. And I was just like. He did? Yeah. There was no story. Oh, there was no story. And I was like, how can I do that? Like, how can I? Exactly. Can I write a GoFundMe? Like, hey, guys, I, I, I'm I tired of adulting. If, if you would like to help me to stop adulting, if you could just donate five, twenty a thousand dollars here or there, that'd be great. Um, I still have responsibilities, so you know I need the money, but I would really not like to have to work for it. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> link below. Um, <laughs> so I would really, really like to do that. That is the dream. My ego won't allow me to do it. But yeah, it's just so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just feel but, like I have too many cousins that would write me like yeah. what is you know
0: it? exactly
1: I'll show up at the next family reunion if I her Rass was on Instagram begging for money like okay <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> can we not but did you find me? me shut up right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: like
1: look Nene is on her eighth baby daddy can we focus on that can, yes. we, can we shift the conversation yes. I thought we all agreed that's what we came to talk about but no <laughs> But yeah, so that's where I am. That is where I am. Um, I do plan to meditate more because it was so great yesterday. So actually, when we get done, I have to edit this uh, because we recorded a couple hours before I have to post. But afterwards, I, um, I've i been sick today, but honestly, I've been feeling a lot better since we've been talking. So hopefully I can go downstairs and I can meditate and then I can go to sleep and then I can get up and go to this job I hate and figure out a way to not have to go to it anymore. That's where I am. <laughs> and it's gonna happen because we said it was okay. yes 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 and that's how it works Speaking into the universe yeah all right guys so that is it for today we will have a new episode next thursday please remember to like subscribe share um you guys have been doing awesome we actually like over the last week got a lot of new followers we actually are over a thousand followers right now yeah um but uh, a lot of you guys write us and dm us and you guys are some of the funniest people i've ever interacted with and um also if you can leave comments and review on apple podcast um if you are an apple subscriber just go ahead and tap on your podcast icon type in our name she Wolf alchemy and you can just head to the bottom of that page and leave us a review mm-hmm. i than that it. Yeah, other than that, we will see you guys next Thursday. We will hear you guys. You you guys will hear us. You will hear next us. Next Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.